Yes, Father God, we know the battle belongs to you. So, Lord, we pray for this day, for this people, for those who are listening, for all of us, for your church, for the remnant, uh, for all of us caught together in this conflict upon this earth, Father, that you would bring forth your peace, your protection, your safety, the revelation of Jesus Christ, the great awakening in our hearts individually, as we will know that you are with us, that you have not forsaken us, that you'll comfort our hearts with your peace. Restore us, God, in the places where we've been uh, attacked and the places where we have need of revelation. I pray that you bring that revelation. Deliverance, healing, encouragement, hope to those who are struggling everywhere in every situation today. Father, because you know the devil's wiles are endless and we are no match for him. So, Lord, we give you praise. You are our Father. This is temporary. Hallelujah. And we're uh, destined for heaven, destined for the throne, destined to uh, meet with you. You are coming back. So our great hero, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the captain of the hosts, you are coming back to get us, Lord. And I thank you for that. I thank you for giving us endurance, uh, patience to possess our souls in that patience and that endurance. I thank you, Lord, for the promises of divine protection, as you promised many times, that no weapon formed against us will prosper that no word said, no deed done, no action taken against us will be able to be used by the enemy to bring forth any shame, trouble, or reproach because we belong to you. Lord, I pray for divine anointing and encouragement for those who are listening today, the opening and the awakening of their, their hearts and their minds, their eyes to be seeing what's going on. I thank you for the revelation now of your promise and direction in this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Well, we're living in times of... Absolute chaos. Challenge? Oh, my. Chaos, chaos, mm-hmm. chaos seems to be reigning Fear, in, in our world right panic, now. Panic, yep. division, yep. Uh, you know, anger. Anger, rage. Hypocrisy, betrayal, bitterness. Lies. Uh, the devil is in full force, isn't he? He's just yeah. kind of really yeah. ramping it up and, and we're not roaming here to, around. We're not here to glorify the devil. No. But we're to recognize really what's going on. And mm-hmm. we're going to talk very straightforwardly today about that very thing. And in the midst of all this, how mm-hmm. are we to live mm-hmm. as part of the remnant? Now, when we I talk, think, can, can I we say talk about here? remnant, can he, I, oh yeah, go ahead. Remnant. Yeah. Let me just say about the remnant. Remnant, we think, okay, you go to a, a big box store and you want a carpet remnant, it's what's left over. Yeah. We're what's so, left so, over. So we're kind of the leftovers. Yeah. I mean, the what we're talking about the remnant, we're talking about the ones that are Remaining. We're remaining and are being faithful to the Lord. Mm-hmm. The true ones, the right ones, not the ones that are just caught, up in, a, caught no. up in a form of godliness yeah. and denying the power thereof, but the ones who are, are true and, and are really desiring the Lord. And are, and pursuing are, 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 him. Yeah, yeah. And pursuing him. Yeah. 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 And I think a lot of the problem comes from, uh, you know, one of the things that we have to uh, deal with. Uh, reckon with is the fact that our world has gone away. The world that we've known, <laughs> what's happened to our country, you know, we're in birth pains and it's, it's, a, it's a revolution to bring about the, uh, the, the uh, government, if you will, 
the forces of evil are trying to bring about their and establish their rule uh, mm. in a very visible and real way in the midst of us. Um, right now, that's where the, the birth pains are. The, the battle is over um, truth and and uh, slavery or del- and uh, demonic control. Yeah, the spirit of Antichrist is ramping right, up. Right, exactly. Pointing to, you know, chaos, you know, trying to bring order out of chaos. Uh, you know, but, mm-hmm. the, but the order is control. Mm-hmm. It is demonic control. Well, I think control. that's what people, when things get out of control, the reaction is to go ahead they and want, try to control. They want peace. They want safety. We want control. We want so, somebody okay, we'll to make you, us safe, yeah. Right. You know, in the name of safety, we get oppression and, and, and total control. So, you know, we have to understand the times that we're in. Yeah, and, and according to the me, Word, God told to us. According to the Word of mm-hmm. God. Here, you know, it's like, oh, my I, I remember things used to be so nice, and <laughs> now they're so bad. And well, it's no surprise. Yeah, the word says. Second uh, Timothy three, beginning with verse one here. Uh, this is from the Amplified Bible. But understand this: that in the last days will come, will set in perilous times, times of great stress and trouble, hard to deal with and hard to bear. Now it's interesting that word perilous. It, it, it's very, very interesting. It comes from a root from root words that mean to lower as into a void Ooh. or into a chasm. Mm. Entrapment. Uh, or into in hopelessness. That puts you in, in an impassable interval mm-hmm. where you're at a place where you can't get out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You're stuck. To, you're stuck there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it means to let down, to strike, or to also to reduce your strength. Capture. In other words, just to drain you. Mm-hmm. Uh, in dangerous, furious times, fierce times. That sounds pretty right. Right Does on. It right sound there. like what's going in on mm-hmm. our world yeah. right now as Fearless we speak times. in the United States and in the world, partic- and in the world, particularly in the United States. For uh, people will be lovers of self. That's uh, true. Uh, and utterly, it's all about me. Ut- it's all about <laughs> yeah. me. And utterly self-centered, lovers of money, and aroused by inordinate greedy desire for wealth, mm. proud and arrogant and contemptuous boasters, they will be abusive, blasphemous and scoffing, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, and profane. This Liars. is what we got going on. This is our world scene right now. Yeah. They will be without natural or human affection. There's not even a human affections. Well, there is affection. some. We're not saying this is everybody, but this but is this what's is the, the general, condition. Yeah. This is the general condition mm-hmm. of our world. Keep going. Callous and inhuman. Mm-hmm. Relentless. Yeah, that's Amid, a good word. Relentless, emitting of no truce or appeasement. In other words, you know, we're not going to reconcile. We're, we're going to stay reconcile. mad. We're going to stay divided. We're not going to, uh, you know, make peace. It yeah. says they will be slanderers, false accusers. Boy, do we have that hypocrisy, troublemakers, mm-hmm. intemperate and loose in morals and conduct, uncontrolled and fierce. Mm-hmm. Boy, we've seen that with our riots around mm-hmm. this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is. Uncontrolled, in, fierce, in our out of control. Uh, they will be treacherous, mm-hmm. betrayers, all mm-hmm. oh, rash and inflated with self-conceit. They will be lovers of sensual pleasure and vain amusements more than uh, mm-hmm. and rather than 
lovers of God. So yeah. a lot of the vein of humans have been cut off, have shut, been shut down, uh, but uh, people still are attracted to those. For although they horm, hold a form of piety, mm-hmm. true religion, yeah. they deny and reject and are strangers to the power of it. Mm-hmm. Their conduct belies mm-hmm. the genuineness of their profession. And wow. the confusion and the deception. We're talking hypocrisy here. Or, yeah, blindness, confusion, true. Of, he says, Truly. avoid all such people and turn away from them. Well, it's hard to avoid all such people and turn away from them because uh, there's, there's so everywhere. many. We're, we're well, you know, people are, in the midst of are because of this, you know, the, everything that can be shaken is going to be shaken and even your own our own sense of um truth and what we stand for what we believe in is going to be satan is going to rattle the cage god's going to let the their shaking begin but people are confused they're lost they're overwhelmed they're afraid um they're uh they feel somehow left out even even the most sacred things people dying without loved ones at their bedside you know being buried without funerals, um, living without love, afraid, uh, their dignity is gone. The devil has like come down in his full fury and escalating his deadly overthrow of, of because of, of our agreements with godlessness and because we have cast off the sacredness of life itself, even through the abortions and through the human sacrificing, the human trafficking. Um, and, and we've, we've uh, you know, over the years... What we it was a very subtle. It's like the cooking of the frog. We're in this kettle, and it's a very gentle and and gradual increase until finally you're boiling and it's too late to get out, and then you're in peril, great peril, like it says. But um, so he's come down in full fury, escalating his deadly overthrow of the of the human race, and that's his whole desire. And he works through human beings, right? He works through. Well, he uh, has to get human beings to agree with him. Yeah, that's it. And so we're at the place, as it says in Isaiah five twenty, uh, evil is called good. He and said, good, "Woe yeah. unto those." Mm-hmm. In other words, it's really bad for you mm-hmm. if you call evil good and good evil. Well, this is what we have. Uh, this is what we have going on. Yeah, it's and part of that. Have had it for mm-hmm. a, a really a long time. Well, now. it's a gradual compromise. You know, we give up this, we give up that, we. We don't stand up for the truth here. We we let it slide there, and we've we've really slipped into a counterfeit reality. I mean, everything is is humanly human wisdom, the world's wisdom, psychology, uh, philosophy, uh, soci- socialism, all the isms. They've kind of sort of crept in. We've not stood firm on what is the truth. Well, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they also cast off restraint cast, where there is no where revelation. There is no vision or prophetic revelation. The people cast off restraint. In other words, they don't care anymore. If if you're if you're ignorant and you don't have a prophetic vision, you're just basically you're done. Yeah, you're listless. You're, you're, you're wandering. You're, you're drifting. You're gone. Right. And he says, uh, Paul told Timothy um, in in Second Timothy three thirteen. He says, but wicked men and imposters. Mm-hmm. Or King James says, seducers yep. will go on from bad to worse, yep. deceiving and leading astray and others being deceived, and yeah. being deceived and led astray themselves. Mm-hmm. This is not only, you know, uh, corrupt politicians, right. corrupt, uh, hypocritical, wicked, evil politicians that we have spewing out their garbage 
And it's it's not only comes from that, but it also comes from false prophets that we have. It's interesting, the word evil men and seducers or imposters, it, it, it means like, uh, it can mean like wizards. Mm. In other words, lizard, these, lizard, these, lizard, wizards, li, li, not lizards, <laughs> wizards. Same but it, I mean, they're uh, they're drawing people through satanic power. Through, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, seducing their, them into the to get into the into the lies. Well, you know, and they create a lot of hoaxes and a lot of false flags and a lot of disinformation, deliberate confusion and disinformation, um, fake narratives uh, that cause people who don't discern. Or don't dig into the truth to be swept away with every wind of doctrine, like the Bible says, be not carried away with every wind of doctrine. Um, so the enemy, truly Satan himself, I mean, people who don't believe in spiritual warfare have to live in a super bubble of denial because, you know, everything out there, you know, Jesus said Satan is a liar. He said he was a liar from the beginning. He, he comes to kill, steal and destroy. He comes to divide and conquer. Go ahead. It's interesting. You know, I would encourage everybody here to read uh, the book of Isaiah, the Old Testament book of Isaiah, and the book of Jeremiah. And really, it's a description Mm -hmm. of the world scene, particularly the United States of America. It says, uh, Isaiah 1-4, it says, Alas, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, lawlessness, a brood of evildoers, children who are corruptors, they have forsaken the Lord and have provoked to anger the Holy One of Israel, and they have turned away backward. It says the whole middle part of uh, Isaiah 1, 5, the whole head is sick, the whole heart faints. Mm-hmm. From the sole of the foot even to the head, there is no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. You know, these are a lot of times not necessarily physical, but inside. They have not been closed or bound up or soothed with ointment. Your country is desolate. Your cities are burned with fire. That's what's going on in the United States right now. That's a judgment. Strangers devour your land in your presence. Foreigners have come in Mm -hmm. to defile. Our cities, our shops, our stores. Ball up our farmland, our our, our, uh, businesses, Mm -hmm. buildings. Uh, And it is, the land is desolate as overthrown by strangers. And so... And it talks about in Isaiah. Well, these are all judgments that come as yeah. a result of what? Of us agreeing with the liar. Yeah. And so the liar then gets permission and privilege to bring his judgments upon us. And then ju- God judges us many times by... Allowing bad, the devil to bring bad, his stuff. By bad leaders. Yeah, right. He says in Isaiah one twenty three, your princes are rebellious. Mm-hmm. Your, your leaders, your, your political leaders are rebellious, they're the companions of thieves. You know, uh, I think it was Bob Dylan that said, if you steal a little, you get thrown in jail. If you stay a lot, they'll steal make you a, lot. a king. Yeah. Everyone loves bribes and follows after rewards. They do not defend the fatherless, nor does the cause of the widow come before them. And, and God said, uh, uh, unless the Lord, in Isaiah 1, 9, unless the Lord of hosts had left us a very small remnant, we would have become like Sodom and we've been made like the born. So there's, well, I believe there is a remnant. Yeah, I believe we're in the valley of decision. We're in the time of decision, multitudes, multitudes in that valley of decision. And we're not here to criticize. Some of our leaders are very um, intentionally trying to bring about 
restoration and bring about healing and protection. But they're being undermined. And so what's happening is we have the great divide. Jesus even said that his coming into the world would bring great division. And that's exactly what he has, has done. But the truth is there is a line that divides. And that line is Jesus Christ. And the, the ultimate ultimate concern that this would present to you and I is not whether our shop is going to be burned or our car is going to be beaten up uh, with rioters, but where will we be ourselves on that day of judgment? We have to understand that we are in, this is a contrived, deliberate uh, set of circumstances that are very crucial. I mean, the the world has been in critical situations before like this. I mean, I'm I'm sure previous to Worlds War I and II and uh, you know, the, the other conflicts that the world's gone through. But this is a little bit different because it's all-inclusive. I mean, it's uh, it includes your emotion. The other wars didn't challenge your spiritual destiny like this one is um, and where we're going to end up forever in eternity. Yeah, and we got, you know, we got all these, uh, you know, lockdowns and everything. Interesting how the Bible is. The Bible is more relevant than any newspaper, any newspaper, mm-hmm. any news outlet. Uh, it's interesting, uh, Isaiah twenty four ten. The city of confusion is broken down. Every house is shut up so that none may go in. Does that sound like lockdowns? Mm-hmm. We've had people walking, mm-hmm. you know, police officers walking through the streets, say, "Get in your house, get in your house now." Mm-hmm. And then you've got, um, he says, um, uh, Isaiah 16, uh, 1, uh, 24, 16, the last part of that verse, the treacherous dealers have dealt treacherously. Mm-hmm. Indeed, the treacherous dealers have dealt very treacherously. It's interesting in how it's affecting even the uh, the physical nature of the earth, mm-hmm. you know, the upheavals, the um, earthquakes, earthquakes, earthquakes yeah, volcanoes. Uh, volcanoes, shifting plates in, in the earth. He says in, in verse uh, Isaiah twenty four seventeen, fear and the pit and the snare are upon you, O inhabitant of the earth. Isn't it? Fear, the pit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right? You're going into something you can't get, and the snare is going to catch you, all right. catch you and destroy you. And, and, and it shall be who, that whoever fear, flees the noise, of, the noise of fear shall fall into the pit. He who comes up from the midst of the pit shall be caught into a snare. Yes. For the windows from on high are open because there's like a, a portal. I think there right? are portals that are, yes, being opened right now. And, and the, the demons found, right. mm-hmm, and the are foundation of the earth are shaken. And it talks about the earth quaking. The earth is going to reel to and fro like a drunkard, Isaiah mm-hmm. uh, 24, 20. Uh, and the, its transgression shall be heavy upon it. And it will fall and not rise again. So I don't think these the are just these, man, yeah. the sins of man our cooperation with the enemy have just put a heaviness on the very physical right. frame of the earth. I believe this isn't just a poetic kind of picture God oh, is painting exa- here. Right. This is reality. This is talking about the, the earth sh- shaking. This is talking about the hearts of men quaking. I really believe that you know the only safe refuge in this, of course, is knowing that God is good and God is with us. And yet it becomes very confusing because people think that God himself is bringing this judgment. But we have brought this judgment upon ourselves exactly. because of the things we've chosen, the things we've refused to uh, stand up for righteousness and truth. We've let things slide. We've, it's like the world has been making great progress, moving quickly now toward, you know, the inertia 
of the apathetic and the in, and the, and the indifference is gone, um, and the countdown to the return of Jesus Christ really, truly, it has begun. I know a lot of people want to deny that they want to go back to something that they can control that they're familiar with, but that's gone. I don't think there's any way no turning back. I don't. You can't once you've seen something, once you've experienced something, you really can't go back. I know there was a turning back, there was a repair. In, during the World War II, the Holocaust, we got some sense of of um, uh, peace and safety again for a while. But the thing is, those issues were never truly dealt with, and the issues have just grown up again. Um, and we must face them. So, what are we going to do with this? I mean, can we ret- can we retain the joy and the strength and the confidence in our God in the midst of this? earth-shaking events that are happening and just beginning. This is just the beginning of the sorrows. Yeah. And it's, you know, we, are we getting to the point that Israel got to, the people of God got to, uh, in Second Chronicles chapter 36, it said, um, it says there, because verses 14 through uh, 16, Moreover, all the leaders of the priests, hmm. see the religious, the religious community, the faith community, if mm-hmm. you were, if you will. Uh, moreover, all the leaders of the priests and the people covers everybody. You know, the, the, there were political leaders, spiritual leaders transgressed more and more, according to all the abominations of the nations. They defiled the house of the Lord, which he had consecrated in Jerusalem. And the Lord God of their fathers sent warnings to them by his messengers. Now we have false prophets that say, oh, everything is going to be fine. Just keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. These are the, the what we call them the happy prophets or the, the false prophets, the angels of light. And there's plenty of them. Most of them out there are that way. So take heed. Okay. And rising up early and sending them, because he had compassion on his people and on his dwelling place. There are true prophets that are giving warning. Well, yes, and in Second Peter he says, verse chapter two, verse one. But there were also false prophets among the people, even as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who brought who bought them and bring on them on themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their destructive ways, because of whom the way of the truth will be blasphemed. So people are going to blaspheme, and they do, Jesus Christ, and burn down his even the structures that people meet in, called church buildings. Um, to and, and yet, um, this and then Paul, Peter goes on to say, these false teachers, um, uh, you know, what manner of men ought we to be? He goes on to say, he's refer, he's, you know, kind of comparing this with Sodom and Gomorrah, um, who did not, he says in God, for God who did not spare the angels who sinned against, uh, sinned, but cast them down into hell and delivered them into the chains of darkness to be reserved for the judgment. Well, that's, I guess, guess they're reserved for the judgment, and that might be this. And did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah. He's talking way back at the deluge. Uh, one of eight people, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly. So God brought that flood to wash away ungodliness because it wasn't time yet for the world to be completely destroyed. And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemning them 
to destruction, making them an example to those who afterwards would live ungodly. So he's, I, I believe that there was some sort of a synchronization of an asteroid um, that hit that city at that very time <clears throat> to bring and rain fire and brimstone down upon them. But God is using these again as examples of warning. Peter is using them. But he, but he said, but he delivered righteous lot. Um, the no, the, the verse 9, the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation and to reserve the unjust under the punishment of the day of judgment. So we are being sorted out. We are being protected. We are being delivered. If we're godly, if we're walking according not to the flesh, the uncleanness of the flesh, but according to the truth of God's word. The point got to to be, or they came to the point rather, in, in 2 Chronicles 36, uh, the messengers came, right? They had warning. They had warning over and over and over again. Just like Moses was a preacher of righteousness for, what, 120 years? Mm-hmm. Preach, 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 warned, warned, warned. People didn't listen. Um, here's the situation again, Second Chronicles thirty six sixteen. But they mocked the messengers of God, the true ones, mm-hmm. despised his words, scoffed at his prophets, until the wrath of the Lord arose against his people, till there was no remedy. Yeah. They crossed the line. Yeah. The word remedy there means healing. Mm-hmm. It was too late. There was no healing. It comes from a word that means uh, that can mean medicine or a cure uh, or, or deliverance and healing. In other words, they got to the point where, okay, it's just absolutely too late. Mm-hmm. Well, Peter brings all of this around again. Isaiah brought brought it out in the Old Testament to the nation of Israel and Judah, but God is bringing Peter is bringing it out to our current uh, everyday uh, New Testament believers. He says in again continuing in chapter two, Second Peter chapter two. I'm just going to pick up phrases: uh, those who walk according to the flesh in the lust of uncleanness, despising authority, they speak evil of things they do not understand. They will perish in their own corruption. They carouse in their own deceptions while they mingle or feast with us. They're beguiling and they're beguiling and unstable souls. They're, they're full of adultery, uh, cannot stop from sin, beguiling unstable souls. They're, they have a heart trained in covetousness, practices, accursed children, forsaking the right way, gone astray, love the wages of unrighteousness, um, when they speak great swelling words of emptiness, this is so true. Mm. I mean, every the things to make things look right, to make wrong and bad look right. They have great swelling words and oratories, and 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 you know, it's if you have a gift of discernment or if you ask for one, you'll get one. You need to discern between what's being said and what's really being intended and said because they speak in uh, double talk and and and. Uh, symbols and things, but great swelling words of emptiness. They allure through the lust of the flesh, through licentiousness, the ones who have actually escaped from those who are living there. They're trying to pull back into their snares those who have escaped and know Jesus. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are sl- slaves of con- corruption. Um, they're, they're, we are uh, people of whom, uh, people that can be overcome by these things, brought back into bondage. Um, if we escape, uh, for, for if, after they escape the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of Jesus Christ, they are, and they're again entangled in them and overcome, the latter end of them is worse than the beginning. So this is the danger of people who've started out with Jesus or maybe had a slight, uh, you know, kind of a, a, 
slight relationship with Jesus, not a deep one, but maybe a, a you know, giving uh, words of um, uh, lip service to Jesus, it, they can be brought back into the corruption, into the confusion. And I believe this is where the battle is for these people to come out of from among them, be separate, touch not the unclean thing. I think we're really in a place of pleading with people to be separate, touch not the unclean thing. Don't turn back. Don't look back like Lot's wife. Go forward, escape, run for your life. And that doesn't mean literally run. It might mean stand. It might mean abide. It might mean because Jesus has not forsaken us. But Paul, but Peter is saying again, um, the Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Some people are scoffers. They say, oh, where is he going to? Here's the last days, walking according to their own lust. Oh, yeah, they've said that since the beginning. There is an end coming. You know, there is people who call wolf, wolf many times, but that doesn't mean there's not a wolf, and that doesn't mean the wolf won't come. It means that people have been put back to sleep with the lies. Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning. For this they are willfully, they willfully forget. I think they're willfully ignorant. Um, you know, and then he goes on to say how the, the heavens were established by God um, and everything that that exists is kept in store for the same to receive, you know, now, last time God used water. It says this time it's reserved for fire until the judgment and perdition of ungodly man. Do you realize how many things God has at his disposal? Uh, his, uh, you know, his grenades uh, are asteroids. His volcanoes uh, are the, the cannons. Uh, his earth plates and tectonic tectonic plates are his movers and shakers. God, you know, he can rip this thing up with tsunamis and crash us with asteroids and burn us up with volcanoes and shut the sun down with volcanic ash. He can do, I mean, who do we think we are that we can fight against this guy? It's rather better to abide in him, surrender to him, love him and wait for him to rescue you or to sustain you, to strengthen you, to provide for you the true uh, heritage and courage that belongs to a believer. And, you know, in the midst of this, what we're talking about now, about attitudes and actions that we need to have as the remnant, uh, as part of the remnant of of Jesus Christ. Well, that's exactly what Peter asks as he goes on. He said, but beloved, you who are loved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, a thousand years as a day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but long-suffering, not willing Right here in the middle, not not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. It's not too late for you to repent, change your mind, turn around, and come back to the Lord. Yeah, not willing that any should perish, but that all should Should come come to to repentance. repentance. That would include not just... But there's only one way to come to that repentance. That's through Jesus Christ, who is the door of salvation. Because Peter goes on to say, um, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? Looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. What kind of people are we going to be now? When all this is coming upon us. We have to keep in mind that we're pilgrims and strangers. We're passing through this this earth. And even though we're living beyond the the chaos of this And we get distracted and caught up by the things of earth. But here's some things that I think we we need uh, that I don't think I know where we need to be in these days. Okay? 
we in the midst of all this chaos, we've kind of outlined the chaos, but here, okay, where do I fit in? What do I what do I say? What do I do? What do I think? We have to realize this. First Peter four seventeen, for the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it begins with us first, mm-hmm. first with us, not with the corrupt politicians and the tyrannical governors, but what what with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel? So judgment there means to distinguish or make a decision against a crime. Yeah. So let's make a decision. Let's to stand for righteousness and, and make truth a decision and against the crimes in our own lives. Yeah. Right. Or the things we excuse ourselves uh, and allow, allow ourselves to do or partake in that are not uh, going to bring us to righteousness and truth. And, and that judgment would lead us to repentance, repentance yep. which not only is confession of sin. I mean, you can confess your sins all day long, but if you don't change, right. what good is it? Well, repentance repent, is yeah. a change of direction. Jesus said in Revelation 3.19, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous there and repent. Be zealous and repent. Now, how many people are zealous for repentance? We're, yeah. we're fired. Or I'm all fired up to repent. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's like and confession of their sins, yeah. And and then and then stand on the word of God because you know meditate on the scriptures. Because, because God does not lie; He does not can, lie. His word can, will is the same yesterday, today, forever, as is He, and what He says will come to pass, and so that is sure. Many of us need to get off the internet and get off Facebook and and get on our faces before yeah. God mm-hmm. and and really let's look at the scripture. The scripture is more relevant than the. The latest news flash uh, from Fox TV or whatever. Those are p- pretty much, those sources are corrupted. They're yeah. all corrupted. You cannot go there and get any, you maybe get 12% truth or maybe 14%, but you, ha- you can't, when it's mixed with a lie, it, be, it is a lie. So go to back to the word of God. Yeah, and this this is our foundation. This is our strength. This Amen. is the truth that, that keeps us. This is our our. our obeying the word of God is basically the rock on which we stand, you know, because that's in obedience to the word of God. That's really the love of, of Christ. And and it says, don't, don't battle in the flesh. Oh we yeah. To, Let me read have, that. We for have you. to Ephesians <laughs> six twelve. Yeah. What does it, it says, says as for do for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers. These are demonic forces in, in their hierarchy against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. And it says there, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, putting on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles or the treachery or the trickery or the scheming of the enemy. And therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day and having done all to stand. I think our position is one of standing, standing for the truth, not bowing, not caving, not not uh, compromising Not down. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that you have to be belligerent or bullheaded or it means you stand for the truth. You're not deceived. You're not persuaded. You're not um, uh, offended. I think that's another issue and a big distraction now is to be distracted and offended by the 
the superficial and the everyday current events that are so wrong and unjust. And you can get all spun out. Angry. In, yeah. And that does not. Discouraged. That's not. Depressed. The Bible doesn't say get angry. It says stand. Stand yeah. in the truth. Yeah. It, help people. Rescue them. Pull them out of this burning mess with your truth, with the truth of God. And then, and then go ahead and violate social distancing guidelines by getting together with other believers and praying. Yeah. You know, this, this is corporate prayer is so important in Acts chapter four, when they were threatened, they said, don't you dare preach Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. anymore. Don't you dare. And they said, we ought to obey God rather than man. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a line that we will not cross. We're not going to just submit to some, uh, uh, executive order of some tyrannical leader. We're going to follow what the Lord or, God or says. Or fear. It's really fear. You, you know what? Let's, let me just say quickly that whatever you do is going to reduce down to faith or fear. Faith in God or fear of fear of man. And we can't, if you're reducing things down to fear, perfect love casts out fear. Even in a pandemic, perfect love protects. It casts out fear. We cannot, uh, you know, admit, but, but anyway, James 1, 19 says, um, about, you know, being, therefore, my beloved, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness mm-hmm. of God. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay. And this is where we are very, very triggered. We're so triggered to step up, to, 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 to you know, and, and a lot of times you're going to make a statement, you're going to make a judgment about something you heard or something on Twitter or what, and you and I do not know the whole story. You do, because you have gotten, we have gotten half a story. And so we make a judgment. We're not in a position to make judgments. What we're in a position to do is petition God for these souls to be saved. And that's what they did in the book of Acts when they were threatened and they said, don't you dare preach Jesus anymore. Uh, it was a, they. They refused to be intimidated. There was a. There was. They said, "God, you see their threats. Yeah. You know, they're basically coming against you. They're not just coming against us. They were there in one accord. They agreed together." Um, he says, "You're going to." They do were not it. scared. They were not freaked out by the horrible no. thing that Peter was in jail or whatever. They just began to believe God together. Acts four twenty nine says, "Now they prayed. This is they prayed together. They lifted up their voice." Now, Lord, look at their threats and grant to your service that with all boldness they may speak your your yeah, word yeah. by stretching out your hand to heal that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the mm-hmm. place where they were assembled together We're was shaken. shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. This is what we need in this day. Not, we need, not yeah. brashness, not anger, not frustrated, but true boldness. Undisputed. We will, we will not be intimidated right. by the laws, by the rules, by the spirits of man. That's, God God's, has not given us the spirit of fear. It talks about fear is a spirit. It is. And, and the love of God will cast out that spirit of fear. And, and when, there's, when there's love, when there's true love, there's true boldness. There's freedom of speech. We're willing to go ahead and, and courageously well, mm-hmm. move forward with what God has said to for us. For we what have God known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and He who abides in love abides in God, and in and us, in, and in and in Him. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have the boldness in the day of judgment, because as He is, so are we in the world. Where there is there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears, 
but he who fears has not been made perfect in love, for we love him because he first loved us. So there's a war between fear and love. And the thing is to know that you are loved, that that causes you to become peaceful and safe and then bold and strong and firm to not be afraid of what they might do to you because we know that God is with us. Right now, Lord, we pray against uh, fear, frustration, anger, anger, bitterness, bitterness God confusion, uh, intimidation. Remove it from us, oh Remove God. Remove it from it us, becomes, Lord. Yes, it's a spirit that tries to t- intimidate and attack us from within. God, remove it from us. Yeah, and give us God, boldness, give us courage that we will trust, that we will rejoice, that those who truly love you we'll will know. stay together and will refuse to be divided and we'll know who the, the Lord enemy. God is. And we, Lord God, we are your, your children. We're your ambassadors. We're your instruments of righteousness, peace, hope, salvation, truth. Uh, it's our job to tell the truth of the good news of Jesus Christ. Let us open our mouths and speak the truth. Let us not be intimidated or afraid, Father God. Encourage our hearts. Lift the oppression off of us. Lord, give us an encouragement to get back into the Word of God and to read it every day, to eat it like our daily food, Father God. And to do what you say. In Jesus' name, protect us now. Protect everyone, even in this this these crazy crises. For it is not your will that any should perish, but that we should be delivered from the wrath to come. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God bless you. I have an emergency. What is your location? Because there's a war for your soul.